0: yo yo my people we back on the third eye review thankful for the 2022 year thank you for all the followers the listeners on the pod make sure you follow the barn and all on all your podcast platforms so we got a we got a bunch coming 2023 so make sure you tune in get all your podcast platform needs home of the third eye review home of the birds and swords home of the vulgar display podcast a bunch of stuff growing right here in the southeast missouri so make sure you tune in and get your listen in for today we're going to be talking about ant-man the original original film when we're talking about the robert durst doc when we're talking about the glass onion film the invitation film that's new and terrible and the outsiders the old 1983 film stat cast so i'll give you a quick review on all of them and them are films that you should watch right now that's streaming at home so make sure you get that it's dropped below and make sure you follow my letterbox at third eye review for movies that you don't know about you can just go through and catch a quick review on through my blog and my typing and letterings and, uh, and wording and all that. So make sure you follow me on Letterboxd to get that review and you'll be in tune with all the great movies. So today, right now we're going to be talking about the new 2023 20, reviews. These are five movies I watch. So the original Ant-Man, I think that is the best Ant-Man from the first and second one. Uh, Scott Lang. You got, you got Hank coming in. You got Hank coming in and saving Scott from pretty much breaking into his house, trying to take his suit. Um, one of the, I just wanted to go back and kind of figure out why Scott Lang was so important to the Avengers and this timeline and stuff. I really didn't understand it. So I restarted the MCU timeline from the point of the original Ant-Man movie. And it was a great decision for me because the original Ant-Man, if you watch that film, it hops straight to Captain America, civil war after that. And uh, Scott Lang gets himself into some, into some things in civil war that he has to kind of deal with. in and Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is the second Ant-Man. So make sure that you do watch Captain America: Civil War after the original Ant Man. If you're listening to this pod, and and believe the be reviews because the timeline does kind of fill the holes and gaps that you may have if you were to just jump from Ant Man to Ant Man and the Wasp. So, other than that, I think I know Scott Lang is uh definitely a big part of the MCU now, and he's here to stay. And I cannot wait for Ant Man in the Quantum Realm next month. So uh, you'll catch third eye review in there opening night. And I cannot wait. I think that'll be one of the bigger films since Spider-Man No Way Home. I'm saying it now. But uh, the multiverse is just all, you know, it's just all a big mind-boggling thing. So, uh, you know, Ant-Man is, he went into the quantum realm, the first one to survive. So I feel like he's a point holder of time and absolute time. And you could tell that in the second one. And the end credits from the second one, we're going to get a little bit of in game Infinity Wars, whatever that is. That little bit of that action explanation. So, uh Yeah. Marvel Phase 5 is about to kick off strong. So um, other than that, we also watched the Robert Durst doc. I would not have watched this if it was not for my girlfriend, so shout out to her. Uh, she was she was uh, just bothering me about it. Babe, we never watched anything that I choose. She was like, have you watched the Durst doc? I'm like, no, babe, I really don't want to watch it. But, uh, you know, we, I think it was that snow day or whatever, we ended up watching it. Good seven episodes, nice. I wouldn't say nice and quick, but uh, I would not say nice and quick because I feel like a few of the episodes were drawn out to where like, and I say drawn out, uh, I feel like a bunch of the same information was in one episode. So they could have took two episodes and and smashed it into one, but I get, you know, trying to draw out the series and documentary and stuff, but, uh, learning about the story of Robert Durst was really cool. Uh, I, I love murder docs. I don't love murderers. I just love murder docs and loving about the story that you don't know. And I'm I'm not shocked. I didn't know about the story. So, uh, shout out to my girlfriend for getting me onto it. Uh, Apparently, you know, Durst was trying to dispose of a body. He's not a very smart man. He was trying to dispose of the bodies with trash bags and threw them in the lake. And then they obviously did not sink. So the man went back the next morning and only got the head. So now he has an open investigation of why his uh, his his landlord is dead and why he bought the apartment. You know, dressed up as a woman, acting deaf and all that, trying to be in disguise. And that kind of runs into his wife being missing from 1982 in his first marriage. So, uh, And he's married to someone else, and people have not heard of him. So, uh, is Robert Durst involved? Um, make sure you go check that out and, and know the story of Robert Durst. And it's very crazy because now that he died, he died of COVID. So, uh, it's just crazy to know about the story and, you know, how karma's a bitch and how things happen. So, i did like that film a lot um the glass onion film i'm not going to review this too much because i think this is a film everyone needs to watch uh it's a five star on the third eye review so i try not to ruin the i try not to ruin the five stars until everyone's had a had a watch to it so i'm going to come back and review this one probably in a week or so so but all i can say about it right now is uh you know stack cast edward norton you got craig 007 uh janelle monet Dave batista Mad- Mad- uh, Mad- Mad- madeline Klein, from Outer Banks, uh what a she's in a few other films, but very beautiful girl, um, and just a lot a lot of great actors. Uh everyone loves a murder mystery and everyone loves a movie that, you know, continues filling the gaps, it's very fun and uh just keeps you on the edge of your seat. This is that film, very easy to follow. Um, no Easter eggs from the first Knives Out movie, but the first Knives Out is still a great film, so make sure you go dive into that and and watch that as well because you'll like it. But I don't know which one I like more. I think I like the first one. You know, you got Captain America, you got uh, Captain America in it. You got a bunch of different people in that one too. So stack casting, all the knives out. I think, and uh, it is confirmed that there's a third one in the works. So to to be caught up with the story is a great thing because the films are obviously working within the Netflix world. So yeah, make sure you tune into the Knives Out film. Great film. Um, the new Invitation movie. This was a I think a two two and a half review in my letterbox. Uh, you know, just just not just just not not very interesting film. Uh, it's kind of slow to the start, and just kind of you know a few do- a few holes in the plot. But other than that, I just really didn't. Just really, what I just feel like it was kind of a push movie. You've, you know, we all kind of get the gist of a vampire movie, especially when um uh, you know only vampires all they want is the blood, is the human, and all that. So just cliche vampire movie to me. Really didn't enjoy it. Um, that's just my honest truth on it. But if you want to watch it, go ahead and watch it. It's a newer movie that dropped in 2022. It's on Netflix now, so make sure you're, if you do want to watch that is The Invitation on Netflix and the review on that is on my letterbox as well. And um, the last film of the day, we'll be talking about the 1983 Outsiders film. This is one of the most slept on, I think, stacked movies in, I think, cinematic history. You got Cruise, you got Swayze, you got Matt Dillon, you got, um, you got the Karate Kid. So, a bunch of guys that you know are still thriving in their film and you know movie days uh Cobra Kai and you know Top Gun Maverick and Roadhouse is a classic but you know Swayze is is, he's a classic Matt Dillon the town and all the movies he's been in so from that film in 1983 to see how them guys carry themselves from that film and I feel like that was kind of the stardom of what they were getting in uh it was very cool to see, you know, I love Tom Cruise, love Matt Dillon, love his character. You know, you play that, that uh that Billy Badass but you know, the series show all the time. So uh I love I love the film The Outsiders. But I do love the book more. I think this is one of the uh this is one of the f- the few it's one of the few No, I tend to like the I tend to like the book more in a lot of in a lot of the movies that are turned from books. But uh I think this one I do love the book more because in this in the movie they go straight from the shanking to Pony Boy to Pony Boy and uh to Pony Boy and Pony Boy and who? He said stay golden. Oh, Pony Boy and Johnny, they were on the run they were on the run from the very beginning. So uh I just feel like they're running the whole movie to where the book kinda draws that out more and get to know about know more about the Grease, the Grease and the social and the you know, soda pop and all them. So uh i do like i did like the book more with the outsiders than the movie but it's still a great film to watch so make sure you go tune into that and uh make sure you follow the barn at all your platform your uh, podcast platform needs and this is the third eye review at third eye review in the letterbox at third eye review on instagram so make sure you tune in got tv series got movie reviews in the house opening night of most movies and all that so make sure you tune in and i got all the reviews coming your way thank you for the last year's listen and we're going hot all 2023 thank you guys